One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Creating video games is an incredibly difficult process, which I'm sure none of you will need reminding about. Most developers go into a project with gleaming eyes, hoping that they can make the gaming equivalent of the second coming, and that's a good thing. Studios who set their eyes in the sky often create masterpieces of pure interactive brilliance. However, that often comes at the price of having the occasional genuinely outstanding idea brushed aside for the sake of time and focus. I'm Ewan, this is What Culture Gaming, and here are 8 incredible video game mechanics you'll never get to play. Number 8. A Game-Changing Lighting System – Dark Souls 2 Dark Souls is a game that hinges on its difficulty, and that difficulty is always manufactured around the situations that you are pushed into and how you choose to deal with them. Do you rush down certain enemies or play it slow and safe, clearing room by room? So with that in mind, From Software came up with a unique lighting system that forced the player into grueling situations. Situations where you have to choose between a torch and a shield, whether or not to push on through the darkness or rush back to a bonfire. It seemed like the next step in making Dark Souls even better. What happened? Well, the game got a new graphics downgrade, and then all the dark areas were as obscured as a forest fire. We got glimpses of the intended mechanic in the Scholar of the First Sin edition, but even then it was a pale imitation of what should have been a game-changing system. Number 7. Mechanic Skills – GTA 5 Whilst this doesn't exactly sound like a groundbreaking inclusion, the cut mechanic skill hints at a far more intricate game than what we ended up with. The skill was rumored to be used primarily with cars, as your character could salvage and disassemble vehicles. Not to mention pipping your ride and making even more beastly automobiles. The more interesting aspect of the skill was its implementation in heists and the thieving side of the game more generally. Being a mechanic would govern safe cracking, cutting through glass, and dealing with security systems, as all mechanics will usually know how to do IRL, I'm certain. It appears that heists and big jobs originally had a more skill-slash-class-oriented structure, with certain objectives being made easier by higher skills. And look, GTA V is already a complete monster of a game, so it's easy to understand why this skill was cut. But its original inclusion also hints at a far more in-depth game in some respects than what we got. Given we're going to keep on getting GTA Online forever and ever, who knows, maybe Rockstar will throw these skills in eventually? Number 6. Bounty Hunting – Prey 2 we have never really had a good bounty hunting game. A lot of titles include it as side content, but the idea of tracking down the meanest bad guys around and bringing them to justice just sounds awesome. Set that in space, on an alien planet with a bunch of estranged alien creatures and a gritty sci-fi world, and no, you don't have the Mandalorian, you have Prey 2. 
Or at least you would have done. The trailer looked like everything people wanted. You'd accept targets, hunt them down an alien city, and use your myriad of sci-fi gadgets to get the edge on them. It was a game with a focus on that core mechanic of hunting down bounties. But it went as soon as it came. The game was scrapped and we ended up with Arcane's Prey instead. A great game, mind, but hardly the gunslinging, sci-fi, Boba Fett-esque experience many had initially wanted. Number 5. Fighting alongside a dragon against other dragons. Scalebound. There is rarely a situation that cannot be made more impressive, bombastic, and downright awesome than simply by introducing a massive dragon, and video games excel at doing dragons justice. We've had countless epic battles against the fire-breathing beasts, but very few games have given us a chance to fight alongside them, and even fewer have proposed refining and polishing that mechanic. Scalebound was going to do just that. The game would see you fighting alongside your dragon companion, using him to land combos and eccentric maneuvers. The dragon was planned to be an extension of your character, with the two of you working together to pull off some legendary moves. If that sounds awesome to you, then I've got some bad news. Cancelled in 2017, Scalebound isn't going to be hitting the shelves, meaning our tag team Dragon Battle fantasies will have to remain just that. Fantasies. Number 4. Making Bonfires Dark Souls 3 Bonfires are the backbone of a Dark Souls game. As checkpoints where you can finally breathe a heavy sigh of relief, getting their placement just right defines the game's difficulty. Too close together and progression is a breeze, or at least it should be, I'm terrible at these games, but whatever. Too far apart and it's just played unfair. Getting that balance perfect was what made the first game so good, so when From Software hinted that players would be able to create and place their own bonfires, a lot of eyebrows were raised. Not much was ever revealed about this mechanic, but it's speculated that these placeable bonfires would allow players to create their own checkpoints throughout massive sprawling areas. Instead of having fixed bonfires, it would be up to the player to correctly gauge their own abilities and place save points accordingly, which is way too much responsibility for this guy. It's hard to tell whether or not the mechanic would have made Dark Souls 3 better, but it's certainly an innovative take on an already innovative checkpoint system. Seeing it implemented in future games would certainly be interesting. Number 3. Isometric MMO Fallout 4 there is a lot of talk about Bethesda releasing a Fallout MMO to stand alongside its Elder Scrolls counterpart, but a lot of people forget we almost had the perfect online Fallout game years ago. Although it was going to be based on the isometric games rather than the fully 3D version, that meant the highly anticipated Van Buren, the original Fallout 3 developed by Black Isle before the IP was bought by Bethesda, is not the only disappointing cancelled game in the franchise. Whilst it's hardly the first isometric MMORPG, the use of Fallout's mechanics and focus on survival could have made for a really interesting online game. Cooperative play could have been heavily utilized with certain areas requiring teamwork and shared supplies to survive. A lot of this is speculative as the game was barely revealed. However, knowing the mechanics of the old isometric Fallouts, an MMO version of those intricate games would have been something to see. Number 2. A Proper Civil War Skyrim I absolutely adore Skyrim a bit, but it does have its problems. Most of its content can be somewhat surface level, with many quests being a variant on go hit a random thing until it falls down, all of which makes reading about Bethesda's planned Civil War questline incredibly disappointing. 
Now, in the finished game, the Civil War is pretty dull, but in the original version, the quests would have been far more interactive, with the player actively leading sieges against different forts and cities. You'd be responsible for planning where and how you would attack, with the mission becoming so much more like an actual war and not just go to X enemy camp and hit things on head until things die. Not to mention the fact the enemy force would retaliate. Your own forts would be attacked and it would be possible to lose assets if you got captured. Most interestingly of all though, there would be an actual fail state in which the capital of your chosen side would be lost to the enemy and you'd lose the questline. This is the kind of thing that some of the side content in Skyrim would have really benefited from. Waging a war just sounds absolutely brilliant in that context, and when compared to the pretty quick story we got instead, it's a real shame it was axed. And number 1. Boss Rush Bloodborne Surprisingly enough, the inclusion of a boss rush mode is one of the more controversial suggestions in the Bloodborne Souls community. The argument is that it would circumvent the experience and reduce the power and meaning behind the individual boss encounters. But funnily enough, From Software intended to include such a mechanic in Bloodborne. Presumed to be similar to the Chalice Dungeons, you'd be able to test your metal against an endless stream of bosses. And with the random nature of the Chalice Dungeons, we could have seen specific challenges alongside where you'd have fought a select number of bosses, one after the other, all without a checkpoint. It certainly would have added a lot more longevity to the game and could have made fighting your favorite bosses far easier. Being forced to trudge through half a game to relive your favorite encounter is a bit unnecessary, and if the developers thought it would have been a good idea, there's no reason for the community to be up in arms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.